Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. I am your host, Peter Komalafe. This is where we talk about money and all things personal finance, where we help you make the best financial decisions possible because money is a tool and life is for living. HMRC are going to try and tax ISIS. So what I'm going to do here is go through what we know already, the argument the HMRC are making to enable them to do this, what type of ISIS are going to be impacted, and as a function, you'll find out whether you're impacted by this, the consequences, and what you might be able to do about this. Now, if I'm completely honest, this has completely gone under the radar for me. Um, Branston messaged me on Instagram last week. Thank you, Branston. And he said, I don't know whether you've seen this, but it will be great to get your perspective on it. And um, after that, I started to Google things and I realized, well, actually, this is something that was first spoken about in June. And it seems to have flown under the radar. Now, we don't know whether this is going to be held up, but HMRC are HMRC. They make the rules. So if they say that they're going to do something, there isn't really much we can do to stop them. But before we get into that side of the conversation, because there's a little bit of I guess, nuance that I want to get into here, certainly from a provider's point of view, let's talk about ISIS as an overview and what ISIS are going to be impacted. So ISIS, and if you follow me on any of my platforms, you'll know ISIS are the first port of call if you're trying to invest, trying to save, tax-free savings, £20,000 every single tax year is great, right? It's the allowance that you have to use and should be the first one that you use of all of your allowances. And you know, many will argue that maybe the ice one should be higher than it currently is, but it isn't. It's twenty thousand pounds, and I think that's still pretty generous. Now, there are different types of ices. Obviously, you've got a cash ice, you've got stock shares ice, you've got junior ices, lifetime ices, innovative finance ices. Those are just a few, five there. Um, this isn't going to impact you if you have a cash ice. Let me just be really, really upfront about that right now, and maybe relieve some panic for some people. This is going to impact you if you have a stocks and shares. ISA. And it doesn't matter whether you have a Stockshire Shares ISA over a lifetime ISA or a junior ISA. It's more specifically going to impact you if you've been investing using fractional shares. Now, what are fractional shares? Fractional shares are essentially the investments or the, the shares that you hold if you're using providers like Trading212 and Free Trade. A fractional share essentially allows you to buy a piece of Tesla and not a whole share, right? And this is the reason why fractional shares and trading to one to one free trade have been so popular over the past three years, because currently, as I record this, the Tesla share price is £260. And if you wanted to invest in Tesla, you would literally need to have £260 to pick up one share. Fractional shares allow you to buy a tenth of that whatever proportion of it you want. So it is a great gateway and has been a great gateway for first time investors. And I'm really acutely aware, a lot of people who follow me are first time investors. So this is going to impact you. And if I'm honest, I'm a little angry, but there's not much I can do apart from tell you guys what we already know right now. And we talk about what we can do collectively later on. So that's, that's how this is going to work. And the reason for this, I'm going to read you a piece of an article right now. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'll pop this on the screen as well. So this is what HMRC is effectively saying, saying the tax man claims, HMRC claims that so-called fractional shares where investors 
hold slices of shares rather than full ones are not eligible investments for ISAs. So under typical rules, if you had the £260 to go and buy a, a, a one Tesla share, that's fine. That's an allowable investment to hold in an ISA. But because you're buying a fraction, a proportion of that one Tesla share, they're saying that it isn't an eligible ISA investment. And this here is all about, um, I guess, legal word wording, guidelines. It's all about the the perception of what a fractional share is. Now, it's really, really important to note, right, that in 1988, right, ISA regulations say that shares can be held in an ISA, but HMRC, HMRC believes that this does not refer to parts of a share. So in 1988, in 1988, there were no such things as fractional shares. And this is a symptom of, as technology, as society has progressed, whereas before, back in the old days, which was the main barrier to entry, you had to have a decent chunk of money to start to invest at all. We didn't have fractional shares then. And back then it was fine. But because now there are fractional shares, it's saying that the rules, the regulation in 1988 does not refer to parts of shares. And it's because fractional shares did not exist, meaning those that hold them breach the rule. That's what HMRC are arguing. A spokesman from HMRC says, fractional shares cannot be held in an ISA. ISA managers must make sure the investments they offer are ISA eligible. Now, this leads to the question of who exactly is to blame here. On one side, you have regulation from 1988, which refers to shares, but not parts of a share. So we're getting into the weeds and the ambiguity of terminology and language here. But also on this side, you have the likes of Trading212, Free Trade, and anyone else who provides fractional shares who would have gone through regulatory approval to be able to set up and sell ISAs, investment stocks and shares ISAs, using fractional shares, therefore breaking that higher barrier to entry that we had back in the day. And this is why I feel the ball has been dropped slightly, because somewhere along the authorization process for all of these companies and the licenses that they've been able to pick up and how they liaise with the FCA and they would have liaise with HMRC, somewhere, some information hasn't been communicated, something's been lost in translation. And the unfortunate thing here is that ultimately, HMRC are threatening action against companies if they do not comply with the regulations. So this puts you, who may have watched my channel, heard me be really enthusiastic about the fact that you don't have to have $260 to buy one share of Tesla. The barrier to entry has been lowered. You can put £10 and invest £10 into Tesla and still get a proportionate reward for the growth that you might see in Tesla over a short period of time. If you've done that and you followed all of the guidance, all of the information that we've shared across the podcast, across YouTube, that everyone, all creators have, have shared across all of their social medias because this little ambiguous rule from 1998 where they're picking up language, you could potentially be impacted by this. 
And I know that that's a lot of you. And I'm a little lost for words here because I guess through all of what I do, it's about providing information and providing guidance factually in a way that allows people to take action. And I feel as though with HMRC now saying this, I feel like you're going to be impacted and I don't know. I, I, I can't but feel maybe just a little bit respon responsible here. Um, it definitely wasn't something that was on my radar and I'd be very, very surprised if it was on anyone's radar. It definitely wasn't on the radar of the likes of trading 212 and free trade. So what is this going to mean? If they're able to stand this up and they are able to actually enforce this, what is this going to mean for you? Well, the benefit of it of a ISA is the fact that it's tax-free. It's free from capital gains tax. When you sell it, you haven't got to pay your capital gains because it's been in an ISA wrapper. That's going to flip on its head. You're going to have to pay capital gains if this is stood up. And ultimately, what this also means is that if you've done your tax returns in previous years and you've said, well, I've got ISAs and they've got this much capital appreciation, they're now talking about potential penalties as well. And this for me is wholeheartedly unfair. You cannot hang an argument and penalize people on language from a 1988 regulation that isn't up to date with current times, technology, and the way society has advanced. How you can enforce that, I don't know. Because the, the language fractional shares, part of a share, did, did not exist. The, the, just even the thought of that being a conceivable thing didn't exist back then, in 1988, when this regulation was written. But that's what they want to hang their hat on. Now, what can you do about this? I think from looking at the message that was sent to me, which was a copy of the Trading212 email, notifying investors about this, they gave up until October 13th, which by the way, is around the corner, urging customers to write to HMRC on their behalf. I personally would have liked to have seen a petition go up, a petition by Trading212, Free Trade, Wombat, stake, whoever it is, any provider that provides fractional shares in an ISA, I would love to see a petition go up. Because with petitions, if you get 100,000 votes, they have to debate this in parliament. And this is a sure way of being able to move this further down the line. Now, I don't know what the political or the um, legislatory uh, setup is between can parliament influence this type of stuff with HMRC, but that's what I would have liked to have seen. Because people, first-time investors, you guys who have got your house deposits in stocks and shares lifetime ISAs, in stocks and shares ISA periods, you're saving for a deposit. You might be saving for your kid in a junior ISA, in a stocks and shares junior ISA. You guys are the ones who are going to be impacted by this. And I feel that it's wholly unfair for them to hang their hat on a 1988 piece of legislation with out-of-date language. And... Can I be, if I were to be cynical here and to 
talk about a conspiracy theory, people will argue, well, actually, they want to use this to get their hands on taxpayer, on more, ta- on more, on more taxes, more, increase the tax receipt by accessing an element of the ISA savings that we all have. I'm just, I'm really annoyed that this is something that could be, that could happen. Um, but ultimately, I think if you are in a position where you're going to be impacted by this, you need to not just sit on your hand, you need, actually need to do something about it. And if that is right into HMRC or right into Parliament, whatever, you know, liaison with your providers. If you are with Free Trade, if you are with Trading212, speak to them to see what they're doing. I think they will have a little bit of responsibility. And, you know, they talk about the fact that they will take action against these providers. What might that look like? That will look like a fine. God forbid it might mean the licenses being pulled. But if this does stand up, this potentially, and this is the worrying bit, the most worrying bit, this will potentially mean that fractional fractional shares in the ISA wrappers become a thing of the past. And I hope that isn't the case. That's a worst case scenario. But that's potentially what will happen here. Now, I don't really know what else to say apart from this, but I want to urge you, please, please be proactive with this. Don't sit in your hands. I'm going to be impacted by this as well. I'm not going to sit on my hands. Um, but guys, I hope that you found this useful. And again, if you have found this valuable, please like, share, and make sure that the algorithm is able to push this out on YouTube. If you're listening to this on the podcast, please share this with a friend as well who might be impacted. It's really important that we get this out here. Um, and hopefully we can do something to change HMRC's mind on this because it would be it would be a tragedy. It would be really sad if they were able to stand this up. But thanks so much for watching. Catch you later on.